Here's what's coming up on today's show. Good news is a year from today, it'll be worth more money than it is today. And so therefore, um, let's go get you a home. When interest rates come down, you can refinance that. Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. Colleen, as we march along here on Keeping It Real Estate, I want to check in with you on a couple of national headlines I saw over the past week or so. Again, these are all pretty much national perspective, and so we're looking for the Oregon angle, the Salem angle on these stories and what you see kind of hitting home, what maybe you aren't feeling resonate quite as strongly here locally, and, and just what it means for today's buyers and sellers. Um, I'll, I'll give you a, a warning. They're all kind of bad news or pessimistic, I would say. So that's the direction of this segment. So you can either lean into that or, or take us back in a more optimistic direction if you want. <laughs> okay. All right. So the first one was about specifically home buyer pessimism. Mm. It is at an all-time high, according to a recent study. Eight out of 10 Americans think it's a bad time to buy a home. 84% was the more precise number. And 63% of survey respondents still think it's a good time to sell, but that number has also been decreasing in recent months as well. So why are buyers right about it being a bad time right now to buy, or why might they be wrong? Well, mortgage rates persistently over 7%, you know, appear to be the definite way consumers are feeling about the home purchase market, I would say. High mortgage rates surpass high home prices as the top reason why buyers think it's a bad time to buy a home is what the um, surveys are saying. So it's hard to say. I mean, why are buyers right about bad timing right now and why might they be wrong? So that's why they're right. But why they might be wrong is that I think it's a great time to buy. We've got homes on the market that have sellers that need to sell and for whatever reason they're in a they're in a market to sell right now and so as a buyer you get to come in and take your time to make your decisions do your inspections have some bids done on any concerns you have whereas we had not we haven't seen that in a couple years buyers are like okay i want this house whatever it takes overbid on it uh, wave wave appraisal wave appraisal gaps uh, wave inspections, you know, and so those people that had to do that when they bought a house, we, we don't have to do that right now. And we have the time to show you homes. Fourth quarter is also a great time to buy a home, especially here in rainy Oregon, because you get to see all anything, you know, that's happening to the house due to water drainage and whatnot. So I would say that would be my local, taking that to a local perspective um, on the pessimism that's why it might be a good timing to buy. Okay, very good. Next article or headline had to do with prices and mortgages. This was in the same survey, actually. Uh, Respondents were also pessimistic about home affordability in the year ahead. I've heard mixed things about are interest rates going to go up or down, but only 23% of these respondents think prices of homes will drop in the next 12 months, and 60% said it would be more difficult for them to get a mortgage today due to the increased rates. That's a big percentage in that category. So 60% said it'd be difficult for them to get a mortgage. Well, they'll still be able to get a mortgage with the increased rate. They just might not have as much buying power as they would if the rates were lower. So let's say you're approved up to 450 for a home 
at a five, five and a half percent interest rate, but at a seven and a half percent interest rate, you're only approved to 400. And that being because your debt to income ratio or what, you know, what you feel like you can afford monthly with a little bit bumped interest rate, which adds to your monthly payment. So I don't believe locally, there are no signs that say prices will drop in the next 12 months. That's, that's not going to happen. They may not be increasing as much as we'd like year over year, you know, that three to 16% year over year increase in value. We probably won't see that. Well, I don't, we're not going to go backwards. So when you buy a house today, good news is a year from today, it'll be worth more money than it is today. And so therefore, um, let's go get you a home. When interest rates come down, you can refinance that. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think that a lot of people need to just kind of remember just because you can't afford how much home you could last year doesn't mean that you can't still get a home this year because the market tends to, to correct on those kinds of things. So you may find that everybody else is in the same boat. So that affordability might help you out. Something's yes. going to give in one direction or the other. So um, we're stable, well and kind said. of static right now, but mm-hmm. th- things are things are moving and shifting, uh, you know, probably within the next couple of months, I would think. All right, home builder confidence uh, shifting gears a little bit. Um, it's retreating. Home builder confidence has once again dipped below fifty percent, not as low as it was last fall in twenty twenty two, but it has declined since enjoying a nice peak in the spring season. Mm. This means that most home builders think housing conditions are poor. Is kind of mm. what the analysts typically poor, take or out of that. I wouldn't say poor, just not as opportune as they mm. were. Um, there's this really cool subdivision out on the cross uh, creek side up there on the ridge and these are a little more than entry-level homes and you know they're priced between 500 and 700 but it's a beautiful new subdivision and the builder is offering for 30,000 down you can then come in before it's built and have some really awesome say and builders can do this you know that's an opportunity for builder to not overbuild and then sit on inventory but hey come in with your down payment of 30,000 which is low for a $700,000 home right it gets you a start you know gives you a chance to work with the builder and maybe create some custom options and also they're doing an incentive of $5,000 towards your rate buy down so um for new home buyers, it might be a really great opportunity to get into that new construction. Um, and hopefully that new construction, that uh, home builder confidence will pick up in the spring. I think it will. Yeah. I think some of this could just be seasonality, right? Could be. Um, could, could be amplifying. Maybe we've got kind of two things working against us right now. The interest rates increasing plus seasonality makes it seem maybe a little worse than it is. Yeah could be the case. All right, last headline here, last minute cancellations. Now this one is the one that struck me as most interesting, oh, Colleen. <laughs> New data from Redfin shows that 15.7% of people with home purchase agreements canceled the contracts before finalization. This is from August. I am going to imagine it only got worse in September. Um, it was about 60,000 canceled agreements across the country, which is approximately one in seven pending sales are falling through. And again, mm. maybe even worse in September. Yeah, we're seeing it. We're definitely seeing this locally. Um, I don't know. I think part of it, well, when you see sale fail or back on BOM, back on market, that means that it was in contract. And then for whatever reason, the buyer backed out and now it's back on the market. And this is a really great opportunity for you buyers out there, because if a home has been under contract and now is back on market, it 
probably doesn't mean something's wrong with the home. It can, but most likely what we're seeing is buyers got pre-approved, did not lock in their rate. And then throughout the process of the transaction, the rate went up and they felt it was too expensive in a purchase or they could no longer qualify for that purchase price. So financing fell through for them. And so for buyers out there, hey, you got a seller that thought they were moving, possibly put another offer on another property and have a real short time frame to get their home back on uh, back under contract. Great opportunity to negotiate a deal on those homes. Now, for you sellers out there, don't sweat if you've had a sale fail and you're back on market because you know, our job is to get your home sold. And even if you have an offer in on another property or a contingent seller contingency, it doesn't mean that something's wrong with your house. What we're seeing in this scenario mainly is something was wrong with the buyer's financing package. That's a great illustration. So it all ties back into those interest rates is kind of what it, it comes does. down to, doesn't it? Um, that's what leads to the cancellations, to the lack of confidence maybe, to the le- lower buyer demand, to people not wanting to even sell. It just really trickles down. So much is controlled by that one number. It's not the only factor, but certainly a really big one that drives a lot of other moving parts in the process. So there you have it, the analysis of some recent headlines with the Oregon perspective. If you'd like to talk to Colleen about what this all means for you as you look to buy or sell your next home in the area, well, you can get specific advice and guidance from Colleen by picking up the phone and calling or texting her. 503-830-9467 is the number. 503-830-9467. And always online at BensonBurgerGroup.com. The Keeping It Real Estate Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting Keeping It Real Estate Podcast.com. That's keeping it real estate podcast.com. Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.